0: Episode
1: One. Welcome to the Linda Mendable Show. They say the husband is separately, and Grace will take the places the couple can't. In this podcast, Linda will inspire you to fuel your passions and pursue your purpose, because your dream is more than just
0: a dream. Hi, hi, guys. <laughs> so we're here. We're in episode one. We're recording on our mic. Have Ellen here. And Ellen, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: I'm Ellen. I am one of Linda's interns, and we're going to kickstart this podcast series here with our first guest.
0: <laughs> well, actually, the first guest is you, Ellen. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. No, um, so <laughs> I've gotten a few questions from people um, before I started the podcast. It was actually a couple of months ago when this little guy maybe was in my belly. But um, so we're going to go to it. Ellen wrote down all the questions and um, I guess we're going to start. How I want to start is, you know, you've been editing a lot of the blog posts. So, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of the guests that have been on the show, Ellen, Mm -hmm. you know. So what do you think about what future listeners are going to get?
1: There's definitely some really exciting stuff in there. Y'all are a lot of cool people. I'll go ahead and tell you that doing a lot of cool things out there in the world. So I definitely encourage everyone listening now to the introduction to tune in later because there's a lot of cool people that you will have the opportunity to learn about and some cool things that you will be able to check out for yourself.
0: (laughs) All right so like when you say cool people like can you like inspirational more than cool yeah inspirational I don't want to give away too much you don't want to give away too much we (laughs) gotta give away a lot so people can be like okay I'm gonna listen to it next week (laughs) true so who's who's been your favorite then
1: well I haven't gotten through everyone so I don't want to jump to conclusions
0: yet okay okay so we have a great lineup of guests we have Laura Casey we have of Laura Casey media um, she's also owner of Southern Weddings magazine. Um, we also have Brett Blair, coach Brett Blair. He's amazing, really knows his stuff. Then we also have Tracy with Lularo, and she's just incredible. She was a teacher, became an entrepreneur. Um, When I was talking to her, she was just deciding on taking the leap. So you're going to listen to that, and that's incredible. And then, of course, we have my son, Andy, right here. (laughs) Grabbing on some (laughs) cords. Yes, and let me tell you, he's a bit stinky right now, so I'm just going to power through this. (laughs) We're going to power through this. (laughs) He's calm. He's probably not done, but we're going to power through it. So, So we have a couple of questions that I asked. Um, people in my facebook group so if you're not in my facebook group go ahead and be on my facebook group if you like this video click the subscribe if you like the podcast go ahead and rate it because we need that so we can um get bigger and better and have better guests and just be all around amazing so go ahead ellen what do we have what question do we have okay
1: we want to know how you first got started with your previous ventures and with this one And how did you find the courage to start and stop and start again? What motivated
0: you? So thank you so much for asking that question. So I'll take it from the top. What got me started was me hitting rock bottom. I hit rock bottom pretty much in 2008. And then in 2009, I decided to go for my dreams full time. And at the time, it was just art. It was just painting, painting. Just painting with a paintbrush, Ellen. Just painting. <laughs> and then it went into fabrics. Then it went into um, helping people as I do now because in all of that, I learned a lot about marketing, learned a lot about branding, and I learned a lot about working with others because I did do handbags and mainly in the fashion. I did a lot of um, fashion design, I did runway shows, I did photo shoes, lookbooks, all of that jazz. And a lot of it was almost like the, the foundation to be where I'm at now. So the courage that I had was pretty much hitting rock bottom. You know what? You hit rock bottom, you get over it. (laughs) You move on. You get up, right? Mm -hmm. There's no no place to go but up. A lot of times people fall down and get embarrassed and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't move on with my life. Mm -hmm. You know, this is it. Everybody hates me. When you're you're pretty much judging your life off of how other people perceive you, but not really, it's actually how you think other people perceive you and you keep yourself in this box. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like moving past that box. And I think when you kind of lose everything and you notice that, hey... It's not the end of the world. Life still goes on. Nowhere the sun's... to go but up. Yeah, nowhere to go but up. So that's, that's where the courage comes in. Sometimes I still face fear. Mm-hmm. Do everyone you face does. fear? Yes, yes. You everyone, do? Everyone does. I don't think you do, Ellen. <laughs> You're too confident. She's too confident. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, everyone does.
0: Okay, is there another question?
1: Um, Danielle is interested in hearing your testimony and how you started this journey, which you just answered how you started this journey, but your testimony,
0: my testimony, goodness gracious, get the book. No, I'm sorry. I don't have a book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gonna go run and grab that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I should write a book. I think one day I will. Um, but for now, um, testimony that's hard. Okay. So my testimony is okay. That rock bottom, right? So, when I say rock bottom, I was in a horrible relationship. I was not, you know, I was physically abused. Thank you for... <laughs> as he rips an earring out of me. Yes, <laughs> as, as he rips my face off. Uh, yes, you're laughing. You, you want to say something to, to, the, to the mic? But no, um, so basically I hit rock bottom. I was in a horrible relationship. Um... Mm-hmm was abused in that horrible relationship. Um, and when, when it comes to that, there's a lot in it. But in the midst of it, I remember there was one day that I felt like this guy is going to kill me. I felt it in my heart. Like I knew it. Um, I heard a testimony of someone else um, that they ended up in the hospital before they got away from that abusive relationship. And I was blessed enough to meet Christians along the way that pretty much told me about their testimonies and how God saved them. So along the way, I met um, a Christian. Mm -hmm. She was kind of like a little bit of a mentor at the time, like helping me through that tough time. And she told me her testimony. She told me that it took her to go to the hospital to see just the damage that the relationship was causing in her life. Mm -hmm. And that's when I bought my first Bible, I never had a Bible until that point, and yeah. she, yeah, and she kind of like helped me, and I was around your age, girl, maybe twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. She's not there yet, but she will be. <laughs> she will celebrate. <laughs> Don't celebrate too hard. <laughs> but um, <21, clears throat> 22, around that age, um, a baby. You're not a baby, but kind of a baby. Not like this. A baby intern. Yes. Not that baby. Yes. And, you know, bought my Bible. um, But I still didn't know how to pretty much give my life to Christ. I didn't understand. It wasn't until I was at a car dealership. Mm
1: -hmm. Interesting. I know. Tell me more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I sold cars. And that's where I learned the power of sales. (laughs) And I made my quota. And I learned a lot of stuff being a car salesperson. Um, and there was this guy that was just all about Jesus mm-hmm. and he was just amazing in his faith. Mm-hmm. So I approached the guy, I was like, Hey, I want to know this Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I didn't grow up in the church. I, you know, I didn't grow up in the church. So I I love hearing stories of people that did grow up in the church and that's, I feel like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I say I want to get saved. And he took me through the prayer of salvation. And it was because he he was willing enough to shine his light. You know, man, you're stinky. To shine his light for the world to see. He was willing to do that. And it saved me. So that day, I I gave my life to Christ. And I went home. Still things were bad. And I had an amazing job. Mm -hmm. But... Um because of the abuse I just had to like give it up and I moved on. I went to another job. So now I am an assistant at a doctor's office. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> wow, woman of many well many talents.
0: <laughs> so now I'm an assistant in the doctor's office and I'm taking in, you know, doctor's clients and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, checking them in and There was one point that the abuse was really bad Mm -hmm. and it was, that was enough. Enough was enough. And so what I did was I felt it in my heart that I just felt it was just this this knowing that, oh my gosh, this guy's going to kill me. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be me ending up in the hospital. It will just, it will just be me Ah. being dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt. Ah. So what I did since Ah. I had that Bible that I bought Ah. I took it with me to work, and I was working, I was living in Maryland, working in Virginia. I would take the train to Virginia to the doctor's office, Mm -hmm. and I loved the job. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was like a dream job. It was easy, working Uh with people, checking people in, you know, Uh had a smile on my face, but Mm -hmm. deep down, I was falling apart. Took it to work. I was, I spent the whole night in Virginia, on the streets of Virginia. Uh -uh asking God to help me because I had enough and I didn't know what to do and I remember looking at my Bible and I said God if this is what you want for me and I accept it you know whatever you want me to do I'm going to do because I don't know what to do Mm -hmm. you know and so I went so then the sun came up slept on the street yeah girl it was that bad Slept on the street. Man, this is too deep for the first. (laughs) I think I might cut this off. (laughs) Oh, man. Let me finish it. Then my dad came, picked Mm -hmm. me up. I decided to just go with my dad. And and the rest is history. I went through... I mean, I hit rock bottom. That was when Mm -hmm. I really, really hit rock bottom because the damage was done. Mm -hmm. And I had to rebuild my life, in a sense. Not only like I had to rebuild myself, my self-confidence, mm-hmm. my identity, but yeah. thankfully, you know, God was there and Jesus absolutely saved me because I remember I was having nightmares after leaving and it was just a very very tough tough period and mm-hmm. I had a dream of Jesus and after that, like my life turned around in and then So I don't know if we're going to do this portion. <laughs> We might not. It's so deep.
1: Yeah. Well, that's... God told you that wasn't what he wanted for your life, and this is what he wanted.
0: Yeah, and so... (laughs) Yeah, so after hitting that rock bottom, that's when I decided, like, no more doing what other people want from me. No more, you know, trying to live other people's life for me. But I'm going to go ahead and pursue the talents that God has given me Mm -hmm. and do what God wants me to do. Ah. And then I met my... My husband, and the rest is history, guys.
1: <laughs> so, any other questions? All right, we're going to take a sharp ah. turn here. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon asked, what are the five basic things every business owner should have when marketing their business?
0: You know what? I should have prepped for this. So, guys, I did not prep for this, and I forgot totally... You have got five. Okay, no, got I was five. just saying
1: this. This is gonna help you, well, you once you listed things off. I will okay. count down with my fingers. Okay,
0: perfect, perfect. So the five. What is it? Five basic things every business owner. All okay, right, five basic things every business owner needs to market their business. Yes. Okay. Should have one marketing their business. Okay. So one, know your message. That is so important. Know who you're for. That's two. Know who it is that you're for, who you're catering to. Um, three, how you want to deliver that message, whether it's through your products, services, how, how have you. Four, know your market. Know what it is that people Hi. want from you. Um, know what it is that can better help your market, so while knowing them, to better help them. And the last one is... Social media. <laughs> I was gonna say,
1: like, social media technology's got to be somewhere. There, yeah. Right?
0: Then after you get all the core, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can do social media and technology and all that yeah. good stuff, and that's when you will soar. That definitely makes it so much easier these days. Yes. I mean, case study: Justin Bieber. He started from YouTube. YouTube. He knew his message. <laughs> we were talking about Justin Bieber. His
1: target market was some teenage girls, I guess.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Sydney wants to know, is there a way to market that's more inviting and less harassing? I hear so many people complain that they felt more harassed than invited.
0: That's the whole question. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me basically
1: look it. is there a way to market that is more inviting and less harassing.
0: Oh, oh yes. yes. Okay. Okay. There's two types of marketing, right? There's authentic marketing, which I love. And there's that salesy marketing, right? They're like, oh you better you better buy this now. That ca- car salesman tactic, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the yeah. sleazy we'll, we'll car saves for free if you buy this. For, or like plus their... an extra fee and some shipping and handling. And
0: <laughs> So, um, yes, there is a way to in- be more inviting. And I feel that, like those, I'm glad you asked that, that Shannon was the first question because when you get your message right and you know who you're for and you know your market, mm-hmm. you know your product and the way that you're delivering it, then you can pretty much create a story. You see, people love stories. Look at us, look at how we, we do. We watch movies. We listen to podcasts about other people's lives and about what they're doing. Whether it's fact or fiction, we get enamored by stories. Jesus started with stories, with parables, to basically make his point and his vision across to his audience. And just the power of storytelling is the secret to your success, the secret to marketing, the secret to branding is understanding your story and how to deliver that story, bringing people into your story. So that's what I'm about. That's what I do. That's what I believe that we here at Linda Mendible are good at is bringing people into your story. So every time we do a project or every time that we do a podcast, we're bringing you guys into our story. We want you guys to be following along and be invested. Because once you're invested, then you're kind of either cheering us on, right, as either heroes, or you're kind of like booing the naysayers, right? Because they're the Mm -hmm. evil, they're like, oh, don't listen to that, those haters. Keep going. Keep Mm -hmm. going. So we're bringing you into the story. And I heard a great episode on TED Talks about the hero story, and basically how Star Wars became really big. It was bi- basically on this notion on how the hero is made and going through that process. I'll put a link about that because it's incredible and it's pretty much the truth. Like, there are certain stages that a hero goes through that you'll take a whole story and what makes it successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what Luke, Sky- you know, Luke Skywalker went through. And that's what um, the creator of Star Wars pretty much mm-hmm. did it through. And he even admits it. Um, in in one of his uh, just hear the TED talks. <laughs> I'll yeah, have the link. Yeah, we'll put a link. So is that is that all of the? That's the
1: only questions that we have.
0: Okay, I think I kind of like answering. So does he? Apparently, obviously. <laughs> You're singing. So we have a singer. He's gonna sing. Go ahead, Papa. Do I need to put
1: on the song for you?
0: Yes, the so- Mona. Moana <laughs>
1: Moana
0: I'm, I don't have it I don't know how you say You don't it. have it? Yeah, no I it said I don't Moana. know how you say it I can find it I say Moana <laughs> I'm like yes it's Moana I forgot
1: I forgot This is a nice uplifting song To end the podcast off with
0: It is We should dance We should do a dance
1: I can't dance I don't That might scare away You your, might wiggle That might scare away Your watchers <laughs> on YouTube Do a wiggle
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Please subscribe. Also, leave a review. Share it with your friends if you had it fun. If you liked it, please, please, please. um, Let's make it a success. And uh, tune in next week. Are you in the Raleigh, North Carolina area? Or Durham, North Carolina? Please check us out at lindamendable.com workshop we have an amazing workshop and runway show happening july 8th and 9th more details soon to come you don't want to miss it lindamendable.com workshop